0: Welcome. welcome to the natural lifestyles podcast with your hosts james marshall and liam McCrae, where we will be diving deep into the issues of modern masculinity seduction dating lifestyle design sexuality psychedelics you name it this is the natural lifestyles podcast welcome back in this episode i want to talk about simping gold diggers, using your money to get girls, dating Russian nines and tens, and much more. I wanna explain why billionaires still often don't get what they want when it comes to their social life. This and much more, so buckle up, it's gonna be a very interesting episode. Now if this is the first time you're watching this channel, my name is Alex Leon, I've been helping guys from all different careers and areas to improve their dating life, to improve their social life, and to improve basically their social circle. I am in the privileged position that I got to coach a lot of like high level net worth individuals in the past as well. And for sure, and this is what this video is about, money can be an amazing leverage to improve your social life. You basically can fast track a lot of things. If you use the money carefully and smart, right? So I wanna kind of dissect this whole topic in this video. Might be a little bit triggering to some people. Obviously money is a big topic and triggers a lot of people, but let's dive into and keep an open mind. Before I get more practical, I wanna share a little story with you guys. I don't know, not many of you will probably know, but apart from being a dating coach for the natural lifestyles, I have some other ventures. One of that venture is basically creating the most luxurious, exclusive private parties that you can imagine. So when I talk private, I mean private yacht, private chef, private islands, (laughs) private villas, bodyguards, and so on. As you can imagine, in order to afford a party like that, you have to be at a certain level of wealth. So basically what I'm saying is I've been partying with a bunch of rich guys in the last two or three years. That obviously gave me an amazing insight in how they run their companies, uh, how strategic they are with their investments, how they think, how they grow their businesses. What I also learned is often not all of them, but a lot of those guys have kind of a common fallacy, like a mindset that I think is wrong, that they all share, that is build it and they will come. And now I'm talking about seduction, of course. They often think, oh, once they reach a certain level of net worth, a certain level of like luxury, you know, being able to afford a yacht, a plane, the best table in a club, the most expensive champagne, the best hotels, da, da, da then girls will just like line up to date them. And it's interesting because those guys are so strategic about their businesses. They're so strategic about building their wealth, hiring, logistics, marketing and sales and so on. And they're so like neglecting and not strategic about how they build their social capital, a social life that gets them the hot women they wanna date. So let's first talk about why money in itself, just having money is not enough for you to massively improve your dating life. First reason is as your net worth goes up, as the way you travel, do things, your network of guys goes up, your luxury, the car you drive, the house you live in, da da da. You will have a high expectation to yourself to date hotter women, right? You're not the 19 year old anymore in college who is happy to get laid here and there. You will want to have something that matches you. That kind of opens up new can kind of worms because obviously the women that you wanna date, they have certain expectations in a man as well. They expect you to have a certain level of money, let's be honest, this is a real talk video. Mm -hmm. Girls who are like nines and tens, for them it's normal that the guys they date have money and other things as well. And having money is obviously good and it's for certain women kind of like necessary that you're in that provider role, especially when they're more from the Eastern culture. But then there's so many other factors that kind of makes you a complete man, right? Do you take care of your body? That means, do you have a good physique? Are you well-groomed? Do you smell good? Do you brush your teeth every day? Do you have a nice cologne, right? And then how is your whole character? Can you handle a woman? Can you handle like the waves and winds and ups and downs and dramas of a woman well? Like, is your character developed? or is all you focused on the last 10 years making more and more money and believe me I've heard crazy stories of guys who are like insanely rich but when it comes to like reactiveness and handling women they're like 16 inside right so what i'm saying is did you build your body did you build your character are you good in bad? cuz that's a thing right like how often have you heard that old story of a wife with a rich husband who's always at work and then she fucks the pool boy you know why do you think that is does that mean she straight up will cheat or i'm saying every woman cheats No, of course not. But it kind of makes sense that you as her guy only can provide this one dimensional thing. She will soon seek, seek other guys in this sense. The next thing that kind of influences your seduction score let's call it is your network do you have interesting friends can you go to dinners and it's kind of exciting to spend time with you are there people showing up at your house do you sometimes throw parties does entering your friend circle kind of enrich the other person's life as well or are you just working, 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 all your friends are basically your co-workers or your employees or your lawyers or whatever? Or is it diverse? Is it fun to hang out with you? That's obviously a factor that plays into somebody dating you. How does it affect their life when she doesn't only date you, but also spends time with the people around you close to you. The next factor is obviously just because you have money it doesn't mean you spend it. Like. I've met guys in the eight and nine figures who would literally, you know, split a dinner with a 22 year old because that's just his mindset, because they grew up in this very like German Western kind of mentality and they never got out of it, you know. And to be honest, that's even challenging for me growing up in Austria for my whole life. And now two years ago, moving to the East, to Ukraine, I'm still adapting to that lifestyle. Obviously... You know, for me it's no question anymore when a girl is out with me, I pay dinners, I pay her transport, I make sure she gets home safe. The point is, just because you have money doesn't mean you spend it. You could still be really stingy and then all the money on the bank doesn't really help anyone dating you. Now, while we're on that topic, let's talk about simping because it's a very common term in today's YouTube landscape. I just wanna give my own opinions on it. First of all, it's not simping if you go out with a girl and you just take the bill. As I mentioned, pay her taxi. If you go on a holiday, you maybe even pay her flight, right? And you'd book the hotel, da da da. Again, depends what culture you're coming from. I totally understand that westernized women might even be offended if you all the time pay because they take it as a kind of sign that you think that they're not independent and da 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 da. But clearly, in you know, a like polarized culture like Russia, Ukraine, Brazil probably, it's not simping at all. Let's not forget, you're doing that because you want to do it. It's totally okay if it makes you feel good to provide a little bit of value to someone and you receive value, the value that they can give in terms of affection and care and feminine energy back. That's a good dynamic. It's not a problem at all. The only problem is if you do it with the expectation of getting something in return, and let's say getting sex in return, right? And then getting angry and basically salty when you don't get what you want. That's when guys can become quite disgusting and it's a really asshole move if you pay, 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 and then she's just like not feeling it or you on a period or she just doesn't want to fuck you because she just doesn't want to. For whatever reason, it's her right. And then you get angry at her as if she would have signed some contract. That's an asshole move for you constantly giving, 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 giving without getting anything in return. Because of course it's a transaction. And yes, things are transactional and things between a man and a woman are transactional. In my opinion, unconditional love is only between mother and her daughter even. So it's not a bad thing to have a transactional relationship. If you're a simp, it basically means you give, 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 give without ever getting anything in return. And you still kind of hope to one day get something, but you know it's never going to happen because you do it over OnlyFans or something. Okay, you should stop that. That's not healthy masculinity. The only way for you to kind of express masculinity is with some kind of dollars. Let's not do that. Now there's obviously levels to that, right? There's the standard coffee date and you both have a cappuccino and you're like, it's fine. No biggie, $3, no problem. Then maybe you go to the cinema, you pay a ticket, you pay popcorn, $20, no problem. You go for dinner, maybe it's a nice restaurant, $150 in the end tops, right? You got it, no problem. Obviously the possibilities are endless of course you could take her on a luxury holiday and fly her first class to the maldives and you get the best hotel and you have room service and she gets champagne wherever she wants and suddenly you can literally spend thirty thousand dollars on a girl in a week is that a good idea as a first date of course not in the first month of dating absolutely not because again it's a transaction and if you invest a lot of value in terms of money You should get something back. Does it have to be sex? No, right? We talked about that. But it should at least make you feel good about spending it. You never want to build resentment for spending money on a girl. That's where it gets dangerous because she will feel that resentment and resent you in return as well. And, And that's kind of the start of the end of a relationship when it gets about money. Because again, money is a trigger for literally everyone. Like either people grew up really rich or they grew up really poor. Now they have money and before they didn't, and now they don't want to spend it, or they always have money, and then they ask you why you're not spending it, and da da da. So it's very easy to create like a minefield. Let's talk about dating really beautiful, attractive girls. Let's say you're a top guy, you earn a lot of money, you developed yourself, da-da-da-da-da, you're cool, you're good looking, you're fitness. You will have certain expectations in women. They shouldn't only be hot, they should also be educated, able to hold up a conversation, they take care of themselves and they're well-dressed and they smell good and they always develop themselves and da-da-da, work on themselves. First of all, let's get real, you must do the same thing. If you wanna date a nine, you have to be a male nine. You know. The good thing is, as guys, we don't have to be born as a genetic nine as women kind of have to, let's be honest. We can make up for it by hard work, by training, by building good businesses, by working ourselves, by meditating. That's great, I like that fact about being a man. But now, let's be real, maybe back then it was enough that you're like a cool guy, you have a job, you know, that pays the bills, you have a car, and you're just in some village, and you approach the hot girl of the village, and you fall in love, and that's cool, right? That's kind of the old era, but we're living in a new era where things have massively changed through social media, like it or not, right? So now, if there is a nine or a 10 in your village growing up and she's on Instagram and she posts a bunch of photos, she will have like offers to luxury stuff in her DMs really quickly. So, my point is if you want to date those type of women, especially the ones who are all the other adjectives, not just beautiful, but interesting, smart, da da da, you have to be that level of male and money is important for that, but it's just not enough. You have to work on yourself in many other regards as well. If you wanna know more about it, comment below, comment your questions, comment maybe below your triggers and your mental blocks that you discovered about yourself or any story you wanna share. Now let's move on to the next part of that video where I actually wanna talk about how can you strategically use your wealth, it doesn't need to be millions or hundreds of thousands of dollars, how can you use money to massively leverage your social circle. Now, first very simple thing you can do is get an apartment in the center. So basically, wherever you live, wherever your base is, live as close to where the action is as possible. And of course, rental prices will be a little bit higher, so if you wanna compensate for that, you can get a smaller place. But I always recommend, maybe it's counterintuitive, to get a shittier place in the center then getting a more baller place at the corner, at the edge of the town. And ideally you can get a baller place in the center if you can afford it. With that location, everything becomes easier. Think about it, going on a date, you can do something exciting in the center and then your place will be right there around the corner. You know, just walking around, you will see the most beautiful girls of the city because usually they also live closer to the center or they have their model agency in the center or they work at the, Cool cafe that's also in the center, and they're just going home from work. You want to be where the action is, and you want to be able to be in the action at the cool club, the cool cafe, da, da da da, and then have a very short walk home. The other thing you can do with your wealth to kind of create leverage is provide opportunities for others. I talked about that in the social circle video that I did before. If you create certain events, Do just sponsor some of the things that are there, right? Like, let's say you dive into the photographer scene. It's totally fine to find a cool villa for an afternoon, get some drinks, get a DJ to have some cool background music, or it turns into a party after everybody's done shooting. Provide the location, provide the music, provide the drinks, and just DM a lot of people. Hey, do you want to have a photo shoot? DM some models, you DM some photographers. But that can, within one weekend, get you into a scene and it's gonna cost you hundreds of dollars. So if you have that exposable income, that can massively accelerate your access into social circles, or you went to the club and you just buy everybody two rounds of drinks. That can be a big, big plus point for you. It sounds almost like, okay, you're buying love from people, but people appreciate that, you know? And it's like, if you're 32 and you make $200,000 a year, and you're dating a 23-year-old who just finishing uni and sometimes has side jobs where she here and there makes 500 bucks, but overall, you know, she's just surviving, of course you should pay. Just the discrepancy of how much you make and how much $100 is to you versus $100 is to her, is so big that it's like it would be ridiculous to split the bill evenly sure if you have a girlfriend and you make way more than her you can make a deal of okay when we go on holiday together i will pay 80 percent but you will pay 20 percent if you don't just want to sponsor her the whole time or don't want to create the wrong dynamic but definitely like think about what's your position and what's her position and what just makes sense and don't be stingy then another thing, how to use your money when it comes to not just like social circle, but one-on-one dating is providing basic things for her. Again, there's levels to that, but obviously you should get her a nice Uber if you meet her. If you invite her for a date, make sure she has a nice comfortable Uber. Get her Uber black here and there if you can afford it. You know, Girls really appreciate that. It really shows you care and it's not going to make a huge difference to your net worth. If you're in a relationship with a girl for a while and you're kind of monogamous, you can take that to the next level, meaning you can rent to her an apartment. Me personally, I don't really wanna live with my girlfriend 24 seven. I need my alone time. I need time to do those videos. I need time to journal. So I'm happy to pay for an apartment that's like 10 minutes away from mine for my girl to live in. And then I can see her and I can see her for two or three days and then she goes home. It doesn't mean like I only see her once a week, but I wanna have the option to just be alone for a bit. So it's totally fine to pay your girl an apartment if that improves your productivity in that sense. And on another note, it's okay to give your girl a job. If you're a strategic mastermind and you have a lot of experience with business and she's just not, but she has a lot of other good qualities, give her a task here and there. You know, pay her to solve some issues for you or You know, I mean, one example for me right now is I have to issue visas for girls to fly to a party for one of those exclusive parties. And I don't know how to issue visas in like Romania and Bulgaria and Russia and so on. So I'm asking one of my girls to help me and she just paid $100 for every time she issues a visa. Cool. In general, I don't recommend, just on a side note, to go into business with a girl that you're in a relationship with because... I mean, that's a bit like controversial, but in my experience, guys just work harder and more disciplined and that might be an area to create resentment when she just doesn't deliver as good as you would expect from your co-workers or it builds like tension between your real co-workers who have to really work hard and your girlfriend co-worker who just does a harvest job because she's your girlfriend so she can get away with it. So you know, don't integrate her into the whole business. But giving her some tasks and paying her for stuff to do for you here and there, uh, if it's very valuable to you, is not a problem. So back to how to use money to create leverage, to increase your social circle, to increase your flow of women. We covered pretty much the basics when it comes to dating 101. It's provide transport, provide basic food stuff, do stuff for her that makes you feel good. That's not a big deal. And when it comes to kind of like social circle, wider things, kind of creating funnels to get more girls into your life, create events, sponsor them. And that can be a picnic in the park. That can be a sick house party is how I started my party business or create seven day long parties. And it was like four or five guys splitting the bill for that and we brought like 20 girls and they all tagged us and then all their followers saw it Da da obviously that gave me insane social proof but of course that's much more expensive what you should not do is give stupid gifts like ridiculous jewelry gifts after two weeks of dating promise them houses and cars and yachts which i've heard like insane Guys who literally meet a girl on the second day they meet, they're like, I'm gonna buy you a yacht, you're so beautiful, da da da. Don't do it. A $500 bottle of champagne must feel like back when you had no money, like a $5 bottle of champagne. Then you can do it. As long as you aren't at that level net worth wise, it's just not worth it. Don't think once you have the sports car, the boat, the yacht, the jet, everything will magically change work on your business make money but please also allocate time to develop yourself as a man to build social circles and just to be likable (laughs) like just to put it plain to be likable that's literally the number one thing girls very quickly especially girls at higher levels who have access anyway they very quickly stop giving a damn fuck about how much money you have once they just get a weird vibe off you I've seen it many, many times. Doesn't matter what you show her on your phone. Look, I bought this thing, or I own this, or look where I was last week. If she gets a weird vibe of you, you're done, (laughs) seriously. She doesn't care, she doesn't wanna fuck you, she's not attracted because she's looking into the future and she's like, if this guy's already like relying on bragging and the things he has and the things he built and the things he bought in the first like 10 minutes of meeting me, how is that gonna look like in the next two hours, in the next two days, in the next two years? Let me know what you think in the comments. Follow me on Instagram, where I post my high society lifestyle a little bit. I'm not showing everything that's only for high class clients. Anything else, put your thing in the comments, subscribe. Give love to the algorithm if you made it that far. And um, see you in the next video. Thanks so much for listening to the Natural, Natural Lifestyles Podcast. Podcast. Check us out on YouTube at The Natural, Natural TV. TV. See you on the next episode.